the right gear episode five is the uniball jet stream really the best pen ever Welcome to The Right Gear on Hologram Radio, a new podcast for writers that's all about the digital and analog tools we use to write. From computers and apps to pens and journals, this podcast explores them all. I'm your host, Kay Tempest Bradford, science fiction and fantasy author, freelance technology journalist, media critic, and lover of gel pens. This week, I'm actually going to talk about the gel pens I love and use. I think my favorites are the best, but experts disagree. Who are these experts and how dare they? Stay tuned to find out. A couple of years ago, a website called The Wirecutter published their recommendation for best pen ever. If you're unfamiliar, The Wirecutter is a review website that only publishes reviews of the products they think are the best and would recommend above all others. This is different from most review websites, uh, which usually try to get their hands on all kinds of stuff and then review each one, and then they maybe have a page where they collate their top reviews into a best X listing. The Wirecutter concentrates just on what is best, though they do test and try many products as well. It's an interesting concept for a review site and one other gadget websites have tried to emulate. I know because I've written for some of them. It produces some very well-informed and in-depth articles. When the Wirecutter first started, the focus was on technology. Then they branched out, and then they published a best pen review that I saw linked all over the social media neighborhoods I hang out in to talk about pens and typewriters. This post is over 6,000 words long. But it not only gets into which pen they picked as the best and why, but also about types of pens and the differences between them and what qualities they were looking for in determining a best pen. Keep in mind, they weren't talking about fountain pens. That is a whole other article. They're talking about ballpoint, rollerball, and gel pens that aren't expensive or fancy. Everyday pens for people who write a lot. On this page, they say, What we want from a pen is smooth writing, a uniform line, even flow, and no skipping. It has to dry quickly so that it doesn't smear. That's a need for left-handers. We want one that doesn't feather, spread into the paper, too much, or spot through to the other side, doesn't require excess pressure, and is comfortable to use. And it has to be reliable. If you fish it out of the bottom of your purse after a couple of months, you have to know that it will still be good. Yes. I mean, yes. (laughs) This is exactly what anyone who writes more than just a note or a signature wants from a pen. And not coincidentally, many of these qualities are the qualities of good fountain pens as well, especially that bit about the smooth writing. So which pen did the Wirecutter pick? The Uniball Jetstream, a pen that costs about three to four dollars depending on where you get it. This isn't a compromise pick either. There's no, well, if you only have this much to spend. Nope. All four of the experts the Wirecutter consulted recommended this pen. And the experts are Brad Dowdy of The Pen Addict, Brian Green of The Office Supply Geek, Elizabeth Price of No Pen Intended, and Aziza of Gourmet Pens. All great blogs, all bloggers with a lot of experience using and testing and being super fussy about pens. And they say the Uniball Jetstream is it. Well, but that's not my favorite pen, you might say. I know I said it. My go-to pen is the Pentel Energel, which I first discovered in the UK more than a decade ago. I like the way gel pens glide and I like a dark line and the Energels provide that. Plus, I like the body of my Energels, which are slightly different than the ones you see in stores in America. The pens I bought in the UK, I could not find in the US, the, the bodies. 
So I guarded them with my life and I bought refills until I found them again in a Japanese stationery store. And nowadays I can replace them at jet pens. Elizabeth at No Pen Intended did give Pentel Energels a good review recently. I think because the company fiddled with their ink formula a bit and made it better for lefties. So at least one expert validates me. The other pen I love and use wasn't even mentioned in the Wirecutter article. The pen body I understand. It's this uh, leather-wrapped zealy called the Iwalk Amphibian. It also has a tablet stylus on the opposite end. The Amphibian takes Parker gel pen refills, and I know that the pen experts the Wirecutter tapped love them some Parker refills. The Parker gel pens that I found on JetPens sell for $28, so I guess they fall outside the parameters the Wirecutter had for choosing pens. That said, you can get two refills for $4.50, and those refills fit inside many other pen bodies. If you can find a pen body that doesn't cost a lot, and that you love, and that fits the Parker Gen refills, I say give that a try. I love the Parker Gel smoothness, the thickness of the line. It's a medium tip, which I think means it's 0.7 millimeters because the size isn't listed. One caveat for lefties, though. The ink does not dry super quick. Okay, so maybe my two favorite pens are not the best pen ever. I am opening to trying new things, and I have liked but not loved Uniball pens I've tried in the past. I figured I should at least try the best pen to see if I liked it any better than my current pens, so I bought a pack. Now, ever since I started off with Pilot Precise pens in college, my go-to tip size has been 0.7 millimeters. With gel pens, uh, at 0.7 millimeters, you get a strong, dark line, and my handwriting isn't tiny, so this suits me really well. That's the size I bought in the Jetstream. When I tried it, the line was not as wide or dark as I'm used to and immediately made me say, well, this is not the best pen. And then I stopped being silly and I kept writing and started thinking about the other aspects of the pen experience. It does flow well and it kept up with me even as I wrote fast. It doesn't skip, doesn't smudge, doesn't feather and doesn't bleed. Everything the wire cutter was looking for. This is a perfectly competent pen, but when I wrote with it, I felt no joy. I'm not even sure that's a thing I can quantify. But maybe you listeners know what I mean. You know, that feeling of a pen gliding along, you making your mark, getting that deep brain creativity going. I just didn't feel it here. I also recognize that this is very likely because I don't have small compact handwriting and thus a need for fine lines. It could also be that determining the best pen, even with the help of pen experts, is not so easy as determining the best Bluetooth keyboard or smartphone or laptop. Heck, even in those categories, there are many factors to consider, and the best for an average person may not be the best for a writer or a graphic artist or a business traveler. I'm obviously going to stick with the Energel and the Parker refill for now, at least when it comes to non-fountain pens. And I want to know what pens you love and can't live without. Have you tried the Uniball Jetstream? Do you agree with the experts? Or do you love something else? You can let me know on Twitter at RightGearCast using hashtag best pen comment on this episode's facebook or google plus post or head over to www.therightgear.com that's w-r-i-t-e scroll down to the bottom of the episode post and click the feedback button you can use that button to leave comments about anything right gear related not just your favorite pens up to and including requests for future shows what kind of gear do you want to know about leave it all in the comments Coming up next week, I talk to screenwriter Jane Espenson. So I write flat on my back. I write on my laptop, on my bed, propped up with pillows. I don't want any muscle to be tense except my brain. And also comic book writer Kelly Sue DeConnick. 
Carol Danvers' hair is the bane of my existence, <laughs> all right? Okay. Um, and I have a very set idea about how I think it can work. If you don't want to miss it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or through your favorite podcatching service. You can find links to iTunes and our RSS feed at www.therightgear.com. Until next time, I'm Kay Tempest Bradford, and I challenge you to tell me which pen is the best. The Right Gear podcast on Hologram Radio is written and edited by yours truly and produced by Head Hologram, Alex Knight. Our logo was created by Ashley Emma Onstott and made colorful by Hologram Michael Norton. Our theme music, Kill Your Darlings, was composed by Steve Combs. <laughs>